0: This Gunnar Asias, and you are listening to Breathe In, a Cystic Fibrosis Podcast, presented by the Boomer Esiason Foundation and Gunnar Asiasen.com. This podcast series has been made possible by Vertex, Novartis, DCU, and Atlantic Health. The views expressed on Breathe In, a Cystic Fibrosis Podcast are that of Gunnar Esiason, Leah Ferrone, Tiffany Rich, and guests, and are not necessarily those of the Boomer Esiason Foundation. Nothing in this podcast series should be considered medical advice. Such advice can only be given by a physician who's experienced with cystic fibrosis. The Boomer Assayasin Foundation, Gunnar and Leah Farone, Tiffany Rich, and guests cannot be held responsible for any damage which may result from using the information on this podcast without the permission of your medical doctor. You're listening to Breathe In, a cystic fibrosis podcast. All right, it's Gunnar and back for another episode of Breathe In with my lovely co hosts, Leah and Tiffany. How are you guys? Good. How are you doing?
1: Lovely. I am How well. Are
0: you? It is it's finally August. Can you believe it? I
1: know I it's, it's crazy. And I'm ready for
2: August to be over.
0: <laughs> I know. It's Uh-oh. it's honestly it's, I feel like it goes faster the older you get. Like back it does. When, I remember when I was a kid and I used to think that summer would fly by because you'd have summer break, the whole thing, you know. Mm-hmm. And now it really flies by.
1: Like the whole oh, yeah. year flies by though. <laughs> I, I think- just feel like January was really long and then everything else is just very
0: fast. I don't want to hear about long winter months from you, because your <laughs> right. long winter months don't even compare to the long winter months over here. That's, I mean, that's a different realm
1: it of is. weather.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay, so today's topic is an interesting one. We're going to build off some of, something that we talked about last week. Uh, last yep. week, if you remember, we talked about taboo topics in the cystic fibrosis community. And one of the topics was about... PFT machines and how they might or might not harbor bacteria and a suggestion was given to us about having our own individual PFT machines synced up with the the clinic so that we can you know i guess prevent cross infection that way. The person who wrote the comment made a very good point you know she said that uh, we 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 have nebulizers that we use for ourselves and no one else shares them with us. We have vest machines. We have all this equipment that everyone uses for themselves. But then as soon as we go to clinic, we all put our mouths pretty much on the same thing. Obviously, the little nozzle is different. It switches out. Right. But the device is the same. Uh, Right. So, uh, you know, I think that brings an an interesting uh, point up. And let's talk about how can we or what is our advice or recommendations to alter the cystic fibrosis (laughs) clinic experience? How would we like to change the clinic experience um, when we go in for, for our routine checkups. So Leah, I know you have some feedback here. Why don't, why don't you start off with it, and then we'll just build off it from there.
2: All right. So I feel like we've kind of touched on it before, um, just comparing different clinics. But when I go to CF clinic, I first off have to schedule multiple appointments. So what I mean by that is like my PFTs, that's a separate appointment from seeing the doctor. And then if I were to need lab work, that's another appointment. You know what I mean? So it's multiple appointments for the same visit almost. And you have to make sure they all coordinate. So uh, the biggest struggle is, let's say CF clinic says, hey, you need IVs and you need to come back in two or three weeks, okay, after you do your home IVs. Well, then they can get you easily in to see a doctor, but then you're in a struggle with the entire hospital is using the same outpatient PFT clinic or, you know, whatever test they're doing. In that lab. Um, so there might not be openings for a month or two. That's crazy. So then what do you do? Oh, you're going to have to come on a different day from your clinic appointment to do your PFTs. That would be you know? And that's a lot that on a patient. doesn't make sense. Yeah. At all. It doesn't. I,
0: I've so, never heard so, that, it's, ever. It's,
2: me neither. Like, my next appointment, I scheduled six weeks ago, I guess. Huh? And they had no PFT openings. And they told me, you know... We'll fit you in, you know, because right. you're going to need them for that appointment. But we can't schedule an appointment because there's no openings.
0: That's insane. Now, now to cut, to compact the issue further, does your clinic only allow CF patients on certain days, or is it available uh, all you know every day of the week? Or, so, or
2: to my understanding, and this is how it's been for a couple of years now. So when you have the patients that have. Certain, you know, more intense infections like, mm-hmm. you know, microbacteria or sepatia or something like that, they all go on Mondays. Um, and then we have clinic Tuesdays and Thursdays, and those are for the people that either don't have infections or their infections aren't categorized in that family of, okay. uh, you know, mm-hmm. infections. So it's not every day the patients are there, but three out of the five days, I mean, it's, there is a CF clinic going on. That's interesting. But I think our- there are other clinics in that area as well. Like transplant clinic goes there. Uh-huh. Um, and then numerous other pulmonary clinics are in there.
0: That's interesting. Yeah. Our see our, uh, at, at Columbia where I go, the, 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 the question more, the, the dangerous bacteria sort of go at odd yeah. hours. It, there's no real one know. specific dates. They kind of have odd hours, which I think is kind of yeah. a little something that I, I guess I kind of wish it was all hey. in one day um yeah. but but i but I, but, though, but I do think it makes yeah. it very hard for those people so no i
2: think it and, is really hard for those people and i can't imagine being in that position at okay. the same time though i'm curious why they picked monday and not friday because you would think mm-hmm. okay they we have more in the week. infections why don't we put them on a friday let the clinic kind of air over the weekend you know yeah um some yeah. of the reasoning yeah. and logic behind a lot of these decisions, I don't personally understand. So mm-hmm.
0: that you know, I, I the way yours works is weird. Uh, it is I've never very heard weird that weird. before. It too. Well, when I go, ah. it's, it's kind of like one stop shopping for me. So I, mm-hmm. I saw about this a little bit before. You know, I go. Uh, I basically see the front desk. They put me. in They usually put us right in a room. There's, there's usually very yeah. little waiting. If there is waiting,
2: that's lovely. It
0: happens. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean, you wait. Right. And it's like you kind of just deal with it. Um, but we we do have several rooms. We also have the research wing where for overflow patients they can be put in the the research wing as long as there's no Mm -hmm. research ongoing yeah right Uh, so that's kind of i like that uh and then generally speaking we get the pft done the pft is like a little bit of a we are kind of one right on top of the next in the pft room which i don't love but that's Mm -hmm. how it goes do you have
2: like one single pft room or is it like multiple
0: there's one pft room so there's a standalone pft i you know i've also been Mm -hmm. at boston children's they had the pft that comes to you which i think is Great. Yeah, that
2: uh, Boston Children's knows what they're doing. That's all I have to
0: say. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice. Yeah, no, it is nice there. Uh, they, they're also somewhere in Columbia where they put you in a room. By right the there's very little waiting. Right. Uh, uh-huh. I they think don't
2: even it, have a waiting room.
0: Yeah, it is kind of just like a big open area,
2: um,
0: which which is all interesting. But yeah. so, th- so then we'll go there. And then I'll you know I'll be in my room, and then it's sort of like one after the next. Like people who come in, and the way I don't know if this I'd like to see how hear how you guys do it. But yeah. we don't have an annual physical, so the physical is done throughout the year. So, Ours like, awesome. so like they'll do, yeah. like, bits and pieces of it here and there. You know, maybe one mm-hmm. day they'll send me for the bone yep. density test. My, mm-hmm. You know, my five-year CAT scan or whatever, I'll be sent for that. On like, yes. on a separate day, I'll do my glucose college test on, a, on another day. I mean, mm-hmm. I guess they figure that you're at the clinic enough that you can just do these things, uh, which I, right. that, that change was made uh, several years ago. I, I love that. I think that's probably one of the best things the CF clinics have done, or at least the CF <laughs> clinics I know that do that have done. Uh, mm-hmm. And But, you know, it sounds like weird because you have to make the schedule. For, you have to schedule your your PFTs, your labs, and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, my my doctor will do my labs, or if my doctor is busy, they'll send in one of the, re, you know, the research coordinators, research uh, technicians to come and do it. You know, yeah. it's, it's never like a bi- I never really have to leave the clinic unless I'm getting something done like an X-ray or something like that. Right. Uh, the one thing that is annoying about Columbia is it's just so big. It's basically a New York City block or t- uh, several mm-hmm. New York City blocks, mm-hmm. and the X-ray is actually like in a different building across the street. So um. you know, when I oh, get wow. my so when I get my X-ray mm-hmm. done, I'm usually done with my clinic appointment. I go get mm-hmm. my X-ray, and then my doctor will follow up me either by phone call or something. That's tell kind me of how it is for me. Tell too. me how my X-ray went. You know, I. It's been, right. it's been a long i mean I obviously have access to my medical data and my medical files, but it 's been a long time since yeah. i've actually seen one of my x rays mm. you know i you know, I, mm. I remember the old days when you go get your x ray first come up and then they'd stick it on the light and right and that's it. yeah. all kind of computerized you know but uh, it, it, it sort of seems backwards now because i don 't ever actually get to see what it looks like. <coughs> <laughs> if I if I ask, I can. Yeah, it's
1: on my computer now.
0: But um,
1: <laughs> too.
0: You no, know, usually I end up getting a call a couple hours later from the doctor explaining the X ray to me. Uh, mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. on one hand, I do uh, I I do like that because it's not like you're getting a ton of information all at one point during the clinic visit. You have a few hours to digest the clinic appointment, then you get the X-ray, then you can kind of go over it later. But at the same time, I kind of wish it was all in the same setting, um, mm-hmm. you know, because then it feels like the, the clinic appointment is dragging out throughout the entire day. Uh, yeah, and, right. And, and while the same clinic appointments do do tend to be longer than than you know the run-of-the-mill doctor's appointments, mm-hmm. it, it is nice to have it just over and done with.
2: Yeah, right. I I mean, when I look at it, like. Some of the things you say is kind of how pediatric clinic ran for us. So our peds clinic and adult clinic, how they run, in my opinion, is very, very different. Mm-hmm. So when you transition, it's a hard transition because, you know, you go from, you know, walking into pediatric clinic, someone checks you in. You're checked in for everything. You know yeah. what I mean? So they, they'll do your vitals. Mm-hmm. They'll do all of that. They'll take you to the PFT room. There's one PFT room. And again, it's just kind of like each patient goes one after the other into that room, but they're all doing just CF patients that day. Yeah. Then you get put into a room and then from there, everything else is done. They also have like a little tiny lab in the clinic. So if you do need lab work, you just kind of walk to the end of the hall. They do it. They send you back to your room or they'll come to your room, either one, you know what I mean? But it's kind of everything is at least in that clinic. And it's all scheduled at like for the one appointment, you go to the adult world and it's like, okay, you're in, the outpatient like part of the hospital and you check in and they they have to check you in for all your appointments so usually oh, it's yes. just pfts and the doctor My- so they'll check you in for that but then you have to go wait in a waiting room so you wait in a waiting room that's relatively small with all of these patients i'm a weirdo i pace the halls i i just don't feel right sitting on top of other patients sure. you know what i mean like especially since I- it's CFD. Exactly, and CFK. nine times out of ten, they have CF, <laughs> or they have something similar in that yeah. respect. So, I'm normally standing or walking around. Um, I'm sure if any of you listening see me at clinic, you've seen me do this. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, so then they'll call you back, bring you into one of, like, they have at least, I would say, 10 PFT rooms. Yeah. Um, so, they'll take you into they one of them. They have
0: 10 PFT rooms? That's I'm a not lot joking. Of they
2: have two two bays that have like four in them and then there's yeah. at least two against the wall so there's a good amount of pft and they all have their own oh, machine it. there they all have their own machine yeah each on one has one but and you still have to negative it other crazy. respiratory tests yeah right so there's a lot and i mean they're constantly bringing people back and you know yeah. there's always now, is, a slope is, fi- is, is, is,
0: is it a cystic fibrosis clinic or is it like a respiratory clinic it,
1: it's all i respiratory. think it's just like a respiratory like pulmonary like the
0: like pulmonary department or whatever
1: Yes. Yeah, that's what it sounds yeah, like. Because it's not
2: all CF patients. Okay. Um Yeah, I mean I so, said there's there's asthma so, patients
0: or bronchitis patients in yeah, the state Clinic as yeah, well. Yeah, but, the, but, the, but I mean on gym. our like on the door it says cystic fibrosis clinic.
2: Oh uh, okay. yeah, no, ours isn't like that. So, so Yeah. Then you go back, you know, you follow the hallway and there's there's multiple waiting rooms with multiple different clinics. You know what I mean? So it's suite, whatever. Yeah. So I go down to where our suite technically is, and then again you have another waiting room. Mm-hmm. Then I have to give my paperwork to the person. i sit in the waiting room. They do my vitals, in like this like community area, and then mm-hmm. they send me back to the waiting room. Wait, so
0: Usually so 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 someone else work. does your vitals. Like my doctor does my vitals.
2: Yeah. Oh, uh, yes. really? Does my vitals, mm. and then you go back to the waiting room, yeah. and then you mm. get brought back yeah. into the room, and from there, you know, like. You see the doctor, you see the nurses, you see Mm -hmm. the social worker. If it's your time to have your yearly nutritional Mm -hmm. assessment, that'll happen. Again, that's not like laid out like, oh, we need to get all of that done at this appointment. You know, Mm -hmm. it's kind of like a gradual throughout the year thing. And then they'll send you for bone density or x-ray, CAT scan. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm the worst with the glucose tolerance test. They'll all crack Mm -hmm. jokes about it because... It's just one more thing to go get done. I wish they did yeah, that in
0: clinic. Uh, see, we do that in clinic too.
2: Yes. Yeah, so, they're working on it. They told me soon we'll be able to do it at clinic, but we can't do it at clinic. So, it's a, again, I have to go to another place to get that done. And yeah. you don't need so much time in the day. How, yeah, long, are you, you know? how long
0: are your, your visits?
2: Um, well, I usually go to PT before my visit. So I go to PT for about an hour or two. Then I go, I always pick up a little pizza and bring it to clinic with me because I'm starving. Mm -hmm. I always eat at clinic. Mm -hmm. Um, So I go pick up my pizza, walk all the way across the hospital, Mm -hmm. check in, have PFTs, see the doctor. So I would say I normally get there around like 12-ish and I leave by like five.
1: Yeah. Sounds like it.
2: And I do that That, like. That's crazy. And I do that like every month and a
1: half. Yeah. Mine's different. Mine's kind of like the pediatric, so like most of them are. You you basically go to the front, check in. They don't make you wait, especially me. I don't know if they just like me a lot, but or it's <laughs> transplant. But <laughs> they get me back there, do my vitals. Uh, the nurse does the vitals, so not the doctor. They, and then they put me right in a room, and we go over all my medications with the nurse, and then the um, PFT lady comes in and says, let's go blow. So I go down the hall to the PFT room, which is only, there's two. It is the pulmonary um, uh, department. So, Mm -hmm. but there's two. So there's one that's the box. And then there's one that's like the portable one. Mm -hmm. So normally I go to the portable one that they have. And I do that. And that's in, yeah, so it's in one room. So most most of the times, it's only CF patients there during those days. Mm-hmm. So I do that, and then I go back to the room, and then everything else is done there. So the doctor, the social worker, everything. If when I was when I had my CF lungs, when we did the sputum culture, I would have to take it down to the lab though. So after you my, would have
0: to bring your sputum culture down. To the I lab. never
1: had to do, yeah, I've never had to do that. Yeah, sometimes the nurse was able to do it, but they normally like you to check in and get a you know, it's weird. They need like the label and stuff. They didn't do it up there for some reason. This is the only
2: thing my clinic does. They give me the label and they take it. I love my clinic, but
1: (laughs) yeah, sometimes they did it. And sometimes they didn't, I think it, when I was sicker, they started taking it for me, of course, but when I was capable, (laughs) I just bring it down there. And if I needed to do any labs, I would just do it there. Um, but for the most part is like that. So I go to a different, I go to Kaiser for my um, CF clinic and then Stanford's only transplant clinic. So I have two different ones, but they work really well together, which is nice. So all my prescriptions are to Kaiser and Kaiser has so many around here that it's one stop shop. Like we said, the pharmacy, the lab and everything, x-ray is all in one place, which is really nice. So then I'm able to, if I need to go get an x-ray, I can go do it there and then get my labs and then pick up my prescriptions and I'm done. I don't have to go to multiple <laughs> places.
2: I'm all over the place. So, so, it, so.
0: It, it really sounds like there's no uniformity across the cystic fibrosis clinics to the way this stuff is done. Yeah. You know, no, no, So, you know, I know Cystic Fibrosis Foundation has standards that they hold mm-hmm. the clinics to and, uh, you know, mm-hmm. guidelines for patient care and, and yeah. you know, stuff like that. But the actual experience of going to the clinic seems like it's very wide-ranging. Uh, oh, and, and, and I think that, that <coughs> might go to explain why people have very different experiences at the clinic. So now another question yeah. I have for both of you guys here is, yeah. do you guys have like one CF doctor that you consider your CF doctor, or do you see a team yes. of doctors?
1: I have two. Mostly I see one of them, but on the off days I see the other. But there's two. for the Like two main ones. I don't see anybody else. So I have a primary CF doctor. Mm-hmm.
2: I I try to see him every time I go to clinic, but he, he isn't there as much as the other doctors. You know what I mean? So I usually do see him if we can plan in advance. But let's say I go on IVs or I get sick and I need to come in, yeah. then someone on the team will see me. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I usually kind of have like, I don't know, I have a couple CF doctors that are willing to step in when he isn't there and, you know, consult on me. And they do know me pretty well. So Mm -hmm. I would say that I do have one doctor that everyone does follow up with and that I do see regularly, but it is a team of doctors and the team does really help me when he isn't there or, you know, isn't as readily available as some of them might be.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I, at my clinic, there's two CF doctors. So I have one (laughs) doctor that I, I consider my doctor. Um, right mm-hmm. and uh, you know, on the odd days if there's an emergency or whatever then i 'll consult the other doctor it 's fine it 's not a big deal, mm-hmm. um,
2: right,
0: but that I would say nine times out of ten, maybe nine and a half times out of ten, i 'm seeing my doctor unless mm-hmm. it's something that's just totally unforeseen or some completely weird circumstance, and I love that because mm-hmm. I think there's something to be said about doctors having familiarity with the way you sound, so, right? yeah, you I know, see. and i, exactly. I think I, I do think that the, uh, <laughs> the stethoscope part of the clinic appointment is and will forever be one of the more important parts of the whole thing yeah Uh, i I think because i think that does tell a lot about what's actually going on um Mm. you know i'm not discounting that the pft is not important or whatever it all is but Mm. i do think that the physical exam with someone who has experience with you is incredibly important
1: they know those snap (laughs) crackles and
0: pops Yes, (laughs) Yes, <laughs> um, and and I remember very clearly when I first transitioned to adult. My doctor, my you know doctor now, she always used yeah. to say, you know, uh, you sound good, but you know, I don't, I don't know what you sound like over time. You know, we'll, we'll have to figure it out. And we'll get a baseline trend, and we'll be able to see right. what happens over time. And she always used to say, you know, I, you know, maybe give it a year, year and a half, or whatever, and we'll, you know, I'll be able to see how you're doing. Uh, Mm -hmm. you know, long-term and and we'll be able to make more uh, aggressive plans or a a better care options when when that happens. (laughs) So I always respected that. And that's really stuck with me. Um, So now let's move to what would you recommend uh, change wise for your clinics? You know, what, what what would you want your clinics to do differently?
1: Well, Well, for mine, because it's a one-stop shop, it's not like Leah. (laughs)
0: Um,
1: Like we were talking about the PFT machines and how there's germs. We're coughing. Well, I used to, I should say. (laughs) Coughing, you know, all over the place. Not everybody covers their mouth, just saying. And it gets everywhere, obviously. Maybe we can do more of a cleaning situation. I don't know what they do for cleaning, but do we, like... Do you think we should wear gloves and do more of have the respiratory therapist be cleaning, deep cleaning every person, like every CF patient? That's what I think. Like do a deep cleaning, even though it's going to take a while, but you'd rather be safe than sorry. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I would like that to be. So there's not as much germs. I know that there's a chair that that you can sit in and i like to sit sometimes and do my pft i always sit yeah so there's a <clears> chair <throat> and like i don't know if that's been cleaned yet mm-hmm. so i would like to know that it's been clean you know or just no, know know over it.
2: i think i think what i would change and i think this goes along the same lines is mm-hmm. i think that there should just be one appointment it should yeah. honestly run like boston children's they've got mm-hmm. I, they've got this down mm-hmm. i mean i praise the way they run clinic -hmm. So much because it's just it's night and day compared to other clinics. You know what I mean? (laughs) But I mean, there should be no waiting room. It should all be planned out well enough and there should be enough rooms for patients. This isn't a perfect world, which I know hospitals are limited for space, and every clinic is not laid out perfectly. But Mm -hmm. if it were, it would be great to not have a waiting room. You register, you get put in that room, and everything gets done in that room. Mm -hmm. That way you know that. You know, when you're changing these different areas and waiting in different waiting rooms, I mean, how often does a waiting room get wiped down? Yeah, let's to totally. be real. <laughs> I guarantee you, maybe <laughs> once a week. Yeah, maybe. Once a week. And mm-hmm. I, I don't think it's even that often. Um, yeah. You know, so I think just having everything available to the patient in one room, you mm-hmm. know, bringing the PFTs in, doing the lab work there. You yeah. see doctor there doing your glucose tolerance test and whatever else yeah. you need done, you know, whatever you can do all in that one space, I yeah. think it's just the, it's the best for the patient and for everyone else involved, you know, yeah. it's also less cleaning because you're only cleaning that one area. You're not cleaning multiple rooms that that patient's going
0: to. So I yeah. think in
2: turn, it's going to offer a cleaner environment for the patient.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, you make a lot of good points. Uh, I think as far as my clinic experience, I have a few things. Uh, The mobile PFT like they do in Boston Children's, I think that's critical. I think Mm -hmm. where they roll the the mobile PFT machine from room to room, that's a nice thing. Um, That's that, you know, you're contained in your own space. Uh, mm-hmm. I trust that the exam rooms are more thoroughly cleaned than the other common spaces I do too. um so i, I do. and you know at at, my, at ours we have one of those u v cleaners as well above the door oh, nice. Uh, yeah so those That's are nice. nice you know i I do appreciate that um yep. and then obviously people are gowning and masking and stuff like that when appropriate and yeah. when when, when right. uh when needed yeah, sure. uh so so I do think that. The mobile PFT would be a nice thing rather than having a a standalone PFT room. I think there's something to be said about, you know, when you need to go to the PFT room for, for different testing, you know, more thorough testing or whatever. Um, but I think the mobile PFT thing is is, is really number one, and yeah. if if beyond that, the the individual PFT devices, like our our listener recommended, um, I think that is something that can happen, and it's something that does happen in certain transplant clinics. C- certain people that yeah. transplant do have yeah, a, a home does that. do have a take home PFT where transmits with the the clinic. So I don't know why we wouldn't be able to do that. You know, maybe it's not the technology isn't quite there yet. I've never used a mobile PFT. I know they're out there. Um, I have well, one. Actually, I, I don't
2: I, think it's as dead on, but then again, what actually is the right measurement? Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, I actually I have used one. I misspoke. I have used one for a, a, a trial, but I never saw the results from it, so I don't know. Yeah. But okay. I do know that that thing was discontinued for future trials because of the inconsistency. So I don't, I, you know, I don't mm-hmm. really know. Actually, I can get my hands on a on a mobile PFT. I'll try it and I'll let you guys know what I think of it. Um Yeah. yeah. I think I actually have one somewhere. <laughs> I
2: think I think technology with that, though, will come with it's, time, yeah, and we'll yeah. get to the point where it will be accurate or just as accurate, um, but we're just not there yet, but I think it's a great thing to kind of move forward to for the future. Yes. Yeah.
0: Um, I agree. Something that I really want all the clinics to do, and I want Cystic Fibrosis Foundation <laughs> to endorse this, it's called Ooh. Open Notes. So what is Open Notes? Open yeah, Notes is, that? and I'll write from their website, OpenNotes.org. Open Notes is an international movement advocating for fundamental change in the way visit notes are managed. So basically visit Ooh. notes are what your doctor writes down after your appointment. Have, oh, you guys yeah. ever, have you guys ever seen the raw notes that your doctor has written after your appointment? I'm not talking about you know static values or whatever. I'm talking about when the doctor goes back to his office or her office and writes down in deep detail what he thinks about your appointment and the, and, and the treatment plan.
2: No, I mean, I do get a treatment plan when I leave clinic every time, technically. Like, when you leave clinic, you're supposed to you check out, to so you wait in another waiting room. I don't do that. <laughs> um, you don't wait. Just gross. <laughs> okay, right. I'm not going to wait in, like, a third or fourth waiting yeah. room. Um, but usually they're supposed to give you the paper that says, oh, here's your yeah, next appointment, XYZ, and then here's the care plan that your doctor had wrote out yeah for you to work on for the next mm-hmm. appointment. So, okay. so I think it's that's like to the extent it. that we get. Yes.
0: So that's not, that's not open notes. That's a care plan. I so open it. notes is essentially a, a window to your doctor's mm-hmm. portal about mm-hmm. what he or she is writing about your clinic visit in yeah. extensive I don't detail. Don't know
2: if, I don't know how I feel about that. So hold I on. Hold, hold, let me finish. Let me finish, nurse, let me finish. I don't know. I agree. Well, <laughs>
0: uh, this, this, this is why people are resisting it, because okay. it holds doctors accountable right? Uh, it holds okay. doctors accountable to their patients. It also, let me finish reading, um, okay. open notes believes that providing ready access to notes can empower patients, families, and caregivers to feel more in control of their healthcare decisions and improve the quality and safety of care. So basically mm-hmm. what that means is it gives patients an empower and it gives them equal footing with the doctor. I think you and I all agree that mm-hmm. patients should be on equal level and equal footing yeah. with our care teams and our doctors, right? We mm-hmm. don't live with cystic fibrosis for 25, you know, 30 years and are an idiot about it. You know what you're dealing with. Right. 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 You, you know, know your body. Yes, exactly. You know the, intric- the intricacies of the disease. And uh, to an extent, you should know how to treat yourself. Right. Yeah. The doctor is the one that's reaffirming point, it. I
2: know how to treat myself. Yes. and yeah. I'm, you know, I'm I not, think my I'm team not, would ad- agree.
0: I'm not advocating for self-care and you know, not going no. to the doctor or whatever. But what I'm saying yeah. is that you should be able to hold your doctor accountable for what he or she thinks about you during your care visit. And I think mm-hmm. that's what Open Notes does. So I want Cystic Fibrosis okay. Foundation to endorse this program, Open Notes. And Leah, I'll send you the information so you can read more about it.
2: Okay. But, the only I, thing I disagree with this, and I'm just saying this, is like, let's say you have a patient, this does happen sometimes, and they're super argumentative or mm-hmm. whatever. And then that patient has access to, oh, this patient was, you know, X, Y, and Z at this visit. And you, yeah. you know, you kind of. Let the team know, like, hey, this is their typical behavior. That patient might freak out and then, you know, be like, oh, I'm going to sue you, blah, blah, yeah, blah, but blah. I'll, but I would argue. I, I just think that could get very messy.
0: But I would argue, But I and, and, and mm-hmm. a number of medical clinics are doing this already, but I would argue that uh, it would hold the doctor more accountable to listen to the argumentative patient, right? not saying the patient is always mm-hmm. right. The monitor patient is wrong. But mm-hmm. it does hold the doctor more accountable and more uh, – open to listening to an argumentative patient right because the Mm -hmm. patient will know in the end what the doctor thinks are we not i think it depends on
2: the clinic but are we not are we not are are
0: we but are we not buying a service from our care teams Right, we pay for their no, we services. Are. We pay a lot of yeah, money yeah. for their services. Yeah, so mm-hmm. if so, there are people out there in the cystic fibrosis community who are shunned by by their doctors. They go mm-hmm. to the doctor. No, I And do they, agree and with they don't. That and sense. they don't get. The, they do not get the appropriate care because they're right. argumentative people. Right? Or they go on okay. and they blog about it. Right? Those people yes. are uh, are uh, are. I don't want to say targeted by their clinics, but their clinics essentially, you know, know who these people are. And they yeah. may or may not be giving the appropriate level of care. So I think open notes sort of uh, puts people on a level playing field. So I want to see mm-hmm. that happen in the clinic. Um, and then, and my 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 final piece of advice here is, yeah. I think uh, it people need to have uh, a way to you know transmit data or not necessarily data, but show long term trends to the clinic. You know, I don't think that I if it, one not. visit. I don't think one visit every six to eight weeks or however many weeks is really a accurate representation of CF. So I think it I would don't be, think the
2: three month rule yeah, is a good I, accurate I representation.
0: So I you know that's <laughs> and that's you know how you're feeling on one specific day. It's I think Lee mentioned something about this last week. But yeah you know, when you're you know feeling at your best you can send your or when you're feeling at your worst you can send your information to the clinic. And I think there are programs out there that are moving in that direction that mm-hmm. will be yeah. able to transmit data to these clinics and some clinics are signing on with it. You know I, I think, uh, as all of us know,
1: or mm-hmm. as I would
0: hope other people know, um, it, cF is a big trend right your the, your your disease yeah. is tra- like there's outlying numbers or clinic appointments can be misleading if you go on a very good day or on a very bad day, and mm-hmm. decisions can sort of go in different directions you know I think there's something to be said about you know sharing your data or sharing your uh, your clinical I don't mm-hmm. know, your points, or I, I don't, I don't yeah, know the yeah. correct word. Like you know, did if, if an
2: open note thing and have it go both ways. So it's like, okay, you get to see all the doctor stuff, but then yeah. the clinic gets to somehow see everything from your end on a daily basis. I do think that would be, like, beneficial. Yeah,
0: no, I, I think that's I think that's you know? fantastic. Everything, everyone's. But on I don't, I don't know how here. you would
2: necessarily do that unless you had home PFT machines that would just yeah. send the data to them, as well as almost like a diary where it's like, Okay, you fill out like a ten question survey and it assesses you know today I feel this or and there
0: that. are there yeah. are apps that do that i've actually seen right i've seen presentations by you know people that that work with these apps i've never used one, so i don't know if they work yeah. or or things like that but and I would yeah. be willing to try just to see what happens yeah uh, but but I think there is something to be said. Uh, about showing trends of the disease and having an equal conversation, be- you know, forward and backwards with the doctor. I think, you know, some mm-hmm. people are empowered patients. I consider myself to be a very empowered patients. I'm very vocal when I go mm-hmm. to an appointment. I ask a lot of I questions. Feel. Yeah, yeah, and I think it's a good thing. <laughs> yeah, i, I ask a lot of questions. I ask a lot of questions. I have, but mm-hmm. I also have conversations about life outside cystic fibrosis because I think it's important yeah, to too. know my doctor on a personal yeah. level, right. and I want mm-hmm. my doctor to know me on a personal level. Because yeah. then, then they can see that exactly. you know, my, we can have some shared goals. They can see what's important <laughs> in my life. and you They know. can
2: also see you're a real person. You know what I mean? Oh, like definitely. not just the disease. Because I do you. think in certain situations, I don't necessarily think this always happens in like a CF clinic world, even though yeah. it definitely can. But, you know, the doctor kind of comes in, looks at you like, okay, you're this problem. You know what yeah. I mean? And we're going to solve this. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you do have that relationship with your doctor and you yeah. know they know other things going on in your life they're going to care a lot more oh, yeah absolutely. you know and they're going to be more willing to work with you so
0: you know i'd and be I'd, about them absolutely I, i'd be willing <laughs> to say that my doctor in new york is one of the smartest women i've ever met and my doctor in boston mm-hmm. was one of the smartest men i've ever met and, and you know specifically in boston you know he was a boston university guy i was a boston college guy we used to get yeah. at it with the rival and that was kind of mm-hmm. like you know a, a little thing that we had but right, then yeah. we would dive into C F. But then we would come back out to real life and discuss, you know, other things in, in my life and right. whatever. And I felt that he, by virtue of me explaining things about me and having a good open line of communication, I was more apt to get better care from the team. And no, and, and, and you and you hear a that. lot of you hear a lot about people who go to their doctor and you know they, they basically go in the room and the nurse pops in for a few minutes, the respiratory tech pops yeah. in for a few minutes and then the doctor pops mm-hmm. in, does a quick exam mm-hmm. and then leaves. You know, people don't really have a relationship right. with the doctor. I think it's important right. for all of it us doesn't. to have that. And I I, that's mean, not that's I not true like community wide.
2: I have a good relationship with all the members of the team in terms of the nurses and dietitians and physical therapists, like mm-hmm. all of those people on my team I feel like I have a relationship with and it's not yeah. just you're coming to clinic for CF. Like, yeah, that's all we're going to talk about. You know, we usually talk about our lives and yeah. we have that kind of relationship. And I do think that it goes a long way with the care that you get and, mm. you know, how willing they are to advocate for you because they see that you are a normal person. You yeah. do have goals, you do have dreams you want to accomplish. And when you kind of get on the same page with all of those things,
1: mm-hmm. it's, it really is a game changer in your health, you know? For sure. And I think transplant clinic it's pretty cool because you get they see you before when you're super sick and then now asking like what are you doing? What do you what do you want to do? Like all this stuff and they just get really excited for you. And then they you come back every so often and they say what what's been going? How was this? How was that? Other right. than your health and your PFT in your levels and stuff. It's a different relationship and it's uh-huh. amazing.
0: You know, I seen you. It's you know, it's interesting you say that, Tiffany, because yeah. remember I am thinking back a couple of weeks when Martin was on the podcast with us talking about yeah. monarch vests and everything. And he was yeah. talking about that one very influential conversation he had with this doctor who, you know, mm-hmm. said, you know, maybe you should think about starting a family. It's okay if you do that. Yeah. It's okay if you get married. Exactly.
1: Um, mm-hmm. and,
0: and I think those are you know critical conversations that people have with their doctors. You know, we just like we've been saying all episode that people with cystic fibrosis are experts in their own right. Doctors are too, right. just from a different lens. Right. And they, you know, they see a lot of they they see people with cystic fibrosis, and they have a lot of interpersonal relationships with people who have yeah. CF. And I think that's um, a, a, a very uh, valuable thing. To, to get advice mm-hmm. from a doctor and a care team and people who work in the CF clinic, but also people who see CF on a daily basis. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like our parents and our sister, you know, our siblings yes. and our friends and all that stuff. Um, mm-hmm. And, and I, th- I think, you know, this open notes thing and, you know, us talking about, you know, giving, you know, consistent dad to the clinic, it's all... Yeah kind of like that you know there, there's just a lot of information out there that is that we are now living in a time when this stuff can be transmitted back and forth between the patient and the clinic and i think right. that only serves to empower the way patients receive care that you know, those are some my thoughts and i know that some yeah. medical centers around the country are using this open notes program and it has mm-hmm. been very effective but i also mm-hmm. appreciate what you're saying leah where it can create a very uh, weird you know dynamic right. between yeah. pe- you know people who aren't very Sometimes- receptive to uh, information
2: and that's mm-hmm. just a certain type of patient, you know what I mean? That's yeah, not, not everybody. That's not generalizing everyone, yeah. you know what I mean? And I do think it is a nice resource to have for mm-hmm. majority of patients, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? I just think you have to be careful <coughs> with mm-hmm. how you go about it so that it doesn't create more issues, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. that are already there. Absolutely. And yeah. I think there is a way to figure that out, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But that would just be my one kind of I don't know,
0: reservation with it. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, all right, so let's wrap this up. Um, this has been a good topic. Maybe we'll come back to it. I want to hear some feedback from our listeners about this. Yeah. Because then we can highlight some things that other people want to hear, uh, you know, have changed about their clinic. Whether it's the PFT machine, individualized PFTs, open notes, making the appointment one appointment instead of several. Yeah. And if you go few to Hopkins,
2: let me know how many PFT rooms we actually have, because 10 is yeah. probably too many. But we
1: <laughs> have <laughs> No um, more waiting rooms for Leah. <laughs> yes.
0: But anyways, we'll be back next week. If you always get you can get in touch with us, breathe underscore in underscore pod at a org is our new email address hit us up there mm-hmm. check us out on instagram at breathe underscore pod at breathe underscore in underscore pod on instagram <laughs> Tiffany's wearing the breathe in shirt today
2: yes represent yeah. hit that
0: up on yeah, etsy the in. shirts and tank tops yep. are going quickly we have, a, we have a month left of summer make sure you jump on the tank tops before yeah. you miss out on the tank top season as ZN, yeah, mm-hmm. um there are salty sisters with a c i'm gonna resize this up on instagram twitter and facebook uh that's all from me
1: yeah. I think you covered it. Make sure you subscribe, yes. rate, and review. Oh, yes, right. five stars. Five stars. Five stars. Five stars. Right five stars. Right five for stars.
0: For yes, Great Tiffany got review. my back. <laughs> Tiffany always yeah. looking out I for us.
2: <laughs> I got you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank yeah, you. I really I appreciate suck, it. so it's fine.
0: <laughs> 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 All right. Well, that's been enough for us today. We'll see you guys next week. Tiffany, Leah, yeah. we'll see you later. Right. See ya. Bye, guys. Bye.